talking about down here, down New Orleans? Oh, what a mighty girl down here. Bobby Boucher, what a boy. Bobby Boucher, come down here. Etouffee, get that beignet down there, Cafe du Mont. Oh, I'm sorry. I was in New Orleans mode. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Punchlines. I am Frank Nicotero, longtime comedian, lifelong sports fan. After having served a three-game show suspension for stealing signals from um, other sports shows, very Harbaugh-esque. I am back. Yes, thank you. Uh, I was actually in New Orleans filming the second season of a game show I host called Wait, What Happened? And this is the pose that they chose to do. Here's the picture of me. Wait, what happened? The picture's coming. There it is. Hey, there it is. Down on the streets of Pittsburgh with like an iPhone. I don't know how they did that, but it looks good. Anyway, check it out. Season one's up on the very local app. It's free. Go watch it. Wait, what happened? Or I would say that's what Cincinnati Bengal fans were thinking last night when they watched the game. Wait, what happened? He had a he had a thing on, and then he went to throw. And uh, late-breaking news from Ryan McCormick, our producer. Ryan, what's going on, buddy? What's the late-breaking news in the Cincinnati Bengals? Uh, mama says that Joe Burrow is going to be out for the rest of the year. <laughs> Doing a little Bobby Boucher right there. I love my mama. Uh, yeah, Burrows might be out for the year, huh? Yep. Whoa, Tearing that is huge. Yeah, uh, I was watching the game. So I flew back last night from New Orleans. Um and by the way, New, have you been to New Orleans, Ryan? I have never been. Anyone in this room been to New Orleans? Okay, Devin and Ann, all right, you've been. It's a fun city, man, but I didn't, I didn't have any fun. I was, I, it was work, work, work. Back to the hotel. Studying tapes of the show. <laughs> you and Shoddy didn't go out? You didn't have fun with Shoddy? I know with Shoddy. Oh, man, Shoddy. Wait, you, have you, do you know Shoddy? No, but you shouted him out on the- uh, <laughs> I talked about him yeah. when I phoned in. Yeah, this guy's great. He's hysterical, big Saints guy. I think we need to get him on the show. He's that good. He's that funny and that knowledgeable. And he watches punchlines. I'm telling you. Guy's like, I watch punchlines. I was like, first time someone has come up to me and knew punchlines. Uh, but I'm back. Uh, got up to the 660s while you were gone. We got up to the 660s. I know. We're close. We have 663 subscribers, ladies and gentlemen. Again, uh, we started like in the 300s when we started the show. So we've doubled it. We're getting up there. 666 would be a very weird number to get if you're the subscriber number. But we're, we're, we're gunning for it by the end of this show. So if you're watching for the first time, I know a lot of our guests, friends, and coworkers are watching. So please subscribe, share this with friends. You can watch back episodes, and um, we would really like it. And um, yeah, check out Way What Happened. Anyway, it's free, just like the price of F1 tickets that are slowly dropping. They're going to be free by the end of the weekend, I have a feeling. Um, yeah, how about last? This F1 stuff is crazy here. All of it happened in the middle of the night. We're going to get to it with our guests. Don't worry. Uh, plenty of F1 talk because it's it's all anyone's talking about here in Las Vegas. And if you're a race fan, which F1 racing is building and building and building with this Netflix show. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> not for locals. Not for locals. Not for though. Vegas Now, locals. see, I thought it was a 10-year contract that they were going to do 10 years of races every yeah, year. 10 annual races. But Dev and RT, it's not an annual race. It's a 10-year deal where they can do up to three races. Okay. What do you Space feel? Mount. Do you feel that this will be it? Or are we going to see how it goes? I don't know. It seems like this has not been the hit that they thought it would be. So no, it hasn't. They'll probably give it a gap, probably like four years, something like that, and then try. And I mean, get they to did have the Kylie Minogue last night. I mean, two nights ago at the opening. So you get Kylie Minogue, who hasn't they had, had him in twenty years. A lot you're, going on in the opening ceremony. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot. We'll we'll show some of that footy video later. Uh, I personally just wanted to say a big thank you to Alex and Kenny White for filling in for me and doing a fantastic job. Uh, they really did. I I watched um two of the shows I downloaded and watched on the plane last night. I got into Vegas. It's weird. It's weird because when you fly Vegas to New Orleans, it's like you're actually going to a city that's more filled with debauchery. 
And everyone on the plane was quiet, which I thought, because anytime I used to fly from LA to Vegas, it's like, hey, we're going to Las Vegas. Woo! Everyone's drinking. Everyone's having a good time. And everyone claps when, you, when they land. And when you leave Vegas and go to New Orleans, everyone's like, I know what I'm going to be doing to my liver. I know it's going to be, it's going to be damaged. It's going to be worse than Vegas. And it kind of is. It's actually a more party city than Vegas, if that's possible. But I love New Orleans. So thank you, New Orleans. Thank you for having us. Um, let's see what else. Uh, today. Oh, today's date. Let's talk about that. Today is November 17th, 2023. And our show is finally old enough to be a U.S. Senator. Yep. That's the minimum age. You have to be 30 years old. Today's show 30. Ryan, which means in six years, you could run for Senate. Six and a half. Yeah. What'd you think? Do you have a p politics? Any interest in, you, you got the look? Oh no. Jerry was asking me this yesterday because I was going on a rant about the A's being approved to come here. Yeah. Okay. Now the A, the Oakland A's are moving here. You've been adamant on this program many yeah. times that you do not want them, but it's too late, Ryan. They're coming. But maybe in six years you could become like a senator and run them out of town. Yeah. I mean, I would love the pundit, public funding to go to education that's been last. Oh, sounds like country. someone's coming up with a platform but already. Sounds like someone's throwing his hat into the ring, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, in six years, you can run for office. Anyway, show 30, and we always like to look at famous jerseys. When you, think, when you think number 30, I thought Steph Curry right away. There's a lot of famous athletes over the years that have worn number 30. You got Steph Curry, his dad. Uh, who else do we have in there? Okay, so both Griffey. So Ken Griffey Sr. was 30 on the Reds. So Griffey was always a 24 with Seattle. But when he went to, to Cincinnati, he wore number 30. Who else we got up there? Terrell Davis? Nolan Ryan? Marty uh, Brodeur. Martin Brodeur, Terry yeah. Sawchuk, got, and then uh, uh, that's Del Curry behind Steph Curry. That's his dad. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, elbowing Hen Henrik Lundqvist in the face. <laughs> he is. <laughs> well, you know, Del Curry was known to throw a bow <laughs> under the hoops under there, and hockey players can take it. You know, Lundqvist didn't. He? Look, his head, his head is snapping back. I don't know how, we like, how lucky you got on that. Like, did you plan that? Because that's hysterical. Uh, totally incidental. And Del Curry at one point was the top three-point shooter in the NBA. He was unbelievable, and his son, of course, is better. Now, I want to point out a guy, and I can't believe you got it in there in the bottom left hand. Well, first of all, who's number 30, black and white hockey guy? Terry Sawchuk. Terry Sawchuk. Oh, okay. Now, Bernard King. When I was a kid, Bernard King played for the New York Knicks. And I see our guests already nodding. He was unbelievable. This guy was, he was Jordan-esque before Jordan, and then he had a horrific knee injury, and he still came back, and I think he played with Washington, had a decent career. But his early days in the Knicks, uh, Bernard King, obviously they went with the marketing people went, how can we market Bernard King? Hmm, let's put a crown on him. I got it. So Bernard King, he was unbelievable. He, he threw up 50 in the garden and he was the only reason to watch the Knicks when they were horrible. But WOR was a station. So we got a lot of Knicks games. So I think I watched more Knicks games as a kid uh, than any NBA team. So I love Bernard King. He was awesome. So uh, yeah, there it is. Our show's 30. There you go. And as I mentioned on, uh, on Monday last week, if this was Logan's run, the show would have to be killed. Logan's Run is a sci-fi movie, and you remember? Logan's Run was this movie. What's that? Did I, I? Yes. Okay, so the movie scared her. It also scared me. Logan's Run is a sci-fi movie, 1976, 77. And uh, it was in the future, and Michael York and Jenny Ogeter and Farrah, a young Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett was beautiful. She was, um, for those of you younger people, Farrah Fawcett had a poster that everyone would buy. So, Ryan, that would be like having a live TikTok on your wall. You had a poster. You don't even TikTok. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Logan's Run, everybody went to Carousel, well. and you would float around, and the whole crowd would go, renew, renew, and you would explode because they thought everyone died at the age of 30. You had this crystal on your hand. It, was, it scared me, too. So anyway, if our show was, was in Logan's Run, we'd have to put it down today. And then they broke out of the bubble. They all, just go rent. Just go rent. Go to Blockbuster and rent Logan's Run. Watch Logan's Run. It's a fantastic sci-fi movie. 
And uh, they end up breaking out of the bubble and see that you can live past 30, which is good to know. Uh, number 30, number 30, significance of the number 30. There's a lot. Um, in bingo, do you know what the ball number 30 in bingo is called? I'm not old it's enough. It's called the to Dirty Gertie Blind bingo. 30. D what? Yep. Now, we're coming live here. As you know, every day we come here live from the lovely South Point Sportsbook right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And upstairs, they have one of the most beautiful bingo halls you're ever going to see. Last week was the bingo because I was on the elevator with a lot of ladies with bingo shirts and they had their daubers and their hands are just covered in ink from a full day of bingoing. And the purse was like $2 million, but the number 30 is known the Dirty Gertie Blind 30. Dirty Gertie Blind 30. Something you learn okay. every day. The number 30 also and Back to the Future, Marty McFly traveled 30 years back in time. You're, you're a Back to the Future fan, I hope, Ryan. Yeah, I've seen Back to the Future several times. One, two, and three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you could go back in time, where would you go? Uh, not the Wild West. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I'd leave technology like that. Oh, my God. Did you hear that, Ann? I don't know if I would leave technology. Jesus. I mean, just... I drank out of a hose in the 70s. You know, you drink your fancy bottled water I, I and your energy drinks. You know what an energy drink for me was? Kool-Aid. Okay. Sugar, pack it, stir it, drink it. I've done it. <laughs> yeah, I've but our it. sugar was different in the 70s. It was more potent. It was cleaner cut. Yeah. Uh, the number 30, that's the uh, number of tracks on the Beatles White Album, 30 as well. So there you go. Yeah, very interesting fact. I know. Can you name a Beatles song on uh, the White Album? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he takes pride in this, and that he can't. I'll go uh, Rocky albums. Raccoon, I think, is on the White Album. Yeah, I think Rocky right. Raccoon and uh, Two of Us. Two of us. Okay, I'm not going to sing it. Plus, we can't clear Beatles songs. They're not watching the show. Well, Jerry said, hey, Prudence. Hey, dear, dear Prudence. Dear Prudence. He said, hey, Prudence. We'll give Jerry half credit. Hey, Prudence or dear Prudence. Depends. If you're mad at her, maybe she's not your dear. You're like, hey, Prudence. But if you love her, you're like, dear Prudence. Uh, someone uh, I know was probably wondering what this sweatshirt's all about. This was my sweatshirt from New Orleans, if you didn't guess. It's the colors of Mardi Gras. The jester is here. Yeah. Court jester. That's me. I am the jester. I am the it's punchlines with the jester, Frank Nicotero. I uh, went out the one night we went out and had a bite to eat real quick. I got the sampler, the Cajun sampler. I didn't have a, a jacket. So all my jackets were with production and they don't want me eating with it on. It's a long, stupid story. Anyway, I got this. Now I'm going to give you, since we're a gambling show, here's the over under price on this shirt. You take over under $30 and 99 cents over under. Over. That's what you would think, wouldn't you? Way over. Devin's pointing way over. Today's market, yeah. Today's this was, in today's market, this was labeled $34.99, but it said the store was going out of business, which is always a lie. 50% off, $17.50. There you go. Tax, $19.20. Tip the guy the 80 cents. Gave him a 20 walked out. Keep said, it. Hey, having a good week. <laughs> <laughs> um, should we open up Fast Takes? Let's open up Fast Takes. This is a new Fast Take graphic. Listen closely. Here we go. Devin, cue Fast Takes. All right. Begin. <laughs> That's Billy Gardell as Clint Eastwood saying, all right, begin. I love it. We're doing it every day. And when we close it, we have another thing. That's Billy Gardell telling the Clint Eastwood story. Clint Eastwood doesn't yell action. He just says, all right, begin. And we'll find out. If you, if you missed the story, we'll find out what he says instead of cut. Um, oh, we didn't talk nailed it or failed it, did we? Do you want to do nailed it or failed it? We're already on fast takes. Yeah, we're already on fast takes. Nailed it or failed it. I, uh, I, didn't, have the, I, didn't, I didn't bet on the game. I was on the plane. So I was going to place a bet on the game and then watch it on the plane, but I flew Spirit Airlines. Have you ever flown Spirit Airlines? Yep. Not a lot of amenities. <laughs> Not a lot of anything. <laughs> Thought maybe that, because I flew Southwest there and Southwest, you get free TV on your phone 
and I watched Monday Night Football. I watched the Monday Night Football game. I figured, this is perfect. I'll watch Thursday Night Football, flying home. Spirit Airlines, nope. You got to pay for every little thing. Internet's the next charge. If you want to breathe oxygen, $4.99. Yeah, I didn't realize that. And here's me. I fell asleep like this, like I do on planes. And I woke up and I was really thirsty. I'm like, are you guys going to do drink service? She's like, oh, honey, we already did. And I'm like, okay, can I get something to drink? And, I, and she goes, yeah. So I got like a Coke or something. And she goes, that's four forty nine. I was like, oh my God, I forgot. I have to pay for a soda on Spirit. Wow. To get off the plane, they make you pay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're like, you, have to get, you, didn't, you got to, be, you paid a ticket to be on the plane. You didn't pay to get off. And then uh, I thought this was weird on the way out. The pilot was like asking for gas money. <laughs> he had a cup. He's like, hey, anyone want to chip in? Huh? Times are tough here at Spirit. But again, people badmouth Spirit Airlines. I've never had a bad experience. Flew to Vegas for like 12 bucks once from LA and flew back. I got the big seat because I'm a big shooter, you know, <laughs> but we landed at 1230 and I was up very late working on this show, but I didn't really bet anything. Uh, the only thing I failed uh, was getting sleep. So I'm going to have to get some sleep tonight. All right. Fast takes. We want to talk about uh, one of the most amazing football performances I've ever seen in my life. I read about this. It happened on this date in sports history back in 1956. 1956, considered by many to be the greatest football player of all time, also one of the best lacrosse players of all time. He was a star at University of Syracuse, and when he played at Syracuse, the late, great Jim Brown passed away recently. Jim Brown scored in one game. This is actual footage from the game. 43 total points. He ran for six touchdowns. Now, okay, I, they were very slow back then, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they seem to run slower. We've gotten faster, but... Now, why? this is a good run. So this is about the 35, right? Pitch out to Jim Brown, a couple blockers yeah. in front of him. There you go. Look at this guy. He was, big, he was the biggest guy on the field and the fastest guy. Rare combination. So he scores six touchdowns, ladies and gentlemen. So you're like, okay, that's pretty cool. Six touchdowns, and we're seeing all the six tutties. Which, by the way, I think Vinny and Chris had his over that day at four and a half. <laughs> and, and they took a bath because it opened at two and a half, got up to four, and everybody knew Syracuse's game plan, and they lost a lot of money on that. But, yeah. Here's another touchdown. By the way, look at that triple formation. Doesn't look like the tackle, tackling skills were the best back then, does it? Not at all. Okay, so okay, he scored six touchdowns, but here's the kicker, no pun intended. He kicked seven extra points. We talk about Dare Ogumbawale. Ogumbawale for Texas stepping in, running back to kick extra points. Way to go, Ryan. He kicked seven. So this is a total of 43 points in one game. He wore number 44. He got 43 points in one game back in 1956. Syracuse beats Colgate 61-7. to that's, that's a record that still stands. How many fantasy points would that be? Six touchdowns would be 36, right? Yep. And seven extra points. So that's 43 points right there. It's 43. With, with no yardage. With no yardage, right. We don't know what the yardage was. So this guy, this could have been an all-time yep. fantasy game. Unbelievable. Another on this date, the uh, Chicago Blackhawks played their first game in the Chicago uh, Coliseum. They did. Yep. Did they win the game? Uh, yes, they won four to one. There they you go. Beat did... The uh, Toronto St. Patrick's. So I remember that's weird because I don't I don't see anything about the Chicago Blackhawks in the script <laughs> I wrote. That's weird. I don't remember I was going to mention that. But Surprise! Right. <laughs> it's like me in Pittsburgh. It's always reliable. Um, did he get multiple goals, Connor Bedard? Because I know he had a streak going. He did not score last night. Okay, but he's 18, so whatever. His parents took him out for ice cream anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can get two scoops tonight, Connor, because you have a game tomorrow. <laughs> State of Minnesota. We're going to Minnesota. Let's go to Minnesota, right? Minnesota. Minnesota. So Minnesota no. is uh, uh, redesigning their flag. So I don't want to see that one. I want to see that the proposed one. Soon. I don't want to see the fake one yet. So they, they had a con they're having a contest in Minnesota where you can actually submit your idea to redesign the Minnesota state flag. Yeah. 
Personally, I sent one in of Jesse the Body Ventura, who was the former governor, flexing and suplexing the state of Wisconsin. That didn't make the finals, though. We have the six finalists, am I sure? By the way, I'm itching because I'm not sure if this is cotton. Well, those weren't, those weren't finalists. This could be asbestos. There was like 3,000 submissions. There were 3,000 submissions. And those were just six. These are six of your favorites. All right, let's take a look. One of these could be the new Minnesota state flag. So you have ducks, right? Are those mallards or ducks? Loons. Those are loons? Those are loons. I didn't realize you were such a bird man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> or was there a caption I under was it? told. I okay, was told. you were told. All right, loons. Then the middle one, what do we got there? It just says Minnesota. You see another, is that another loon? Yep, it's a loon. In the, so the actual state flag, they've had to redo it because of there's Indian stuff in it. Right. It's um, Native American. Native American stuff. Native American sorry. stuff. Um, we'll, we'll edit that out. So, is this so a live show? The, the, it's essentially the same flag, just they replaced the middle with a scenic loon. I knew, like a new thing. Yeah. Then another loon. You know, we should talk to Melissa Peterman on this and see what she thinks. We got to get her on the phone. And then the two fish, it's like a Nemo fish and another fish. Yeah, I didn't it looks really. Like, it looks like the one fish is like, oh God, Kirk Cousins is out for the year. Can you believe it? It's like they're talking. And then that middle one is a little a spinoff of the, the California okay. Republic flag. Yeah. My former state of California has the bear and Minnesota, they have a mosquito, which by the way, that fake mosquito by the end of the show, I'm sure will sting me. I'm sure we'll suck my blood. That's how sweet my blood is to mosquitoes. And you're the same way. See, again, Ann and I, Coke Zero, same TV shows. I get eaten alive by a mosquito. So I don't even like looking at that picture. And have you ever seen a magnified mosquito? By It shows that if you want to see a picture. Oh, it's the most disgusting thing. Have you seen uh, Jurassic Park? I have seen Jurassic Park. Wow. Well, yes, he was in, the, was in the Ember or yeah. Amber. Was it Ember? Amber. Amber. It was supposed to be. Amber, Amber. It was not. Anyway, and then there's just a boring M. Just a boring M. Hey, look, we're Minnesota, which reminds me of the Brewers M. So I don't like it. I don't like that one. So you and I thought about this. We talked about it. We thought, what's hot in Minnesota right now? What would make people proud in Minnesota? And it would be a Josh Dobbs flag. So uh, Ryan designed a Josh Dobbs flag. There he is, just throw, just slinging, slinging touchdowns, throwing the North Star. Throwing the North Star, where the Minnesota North Stars used to play. I like that one. I vote for that, Josh Dobbs. Right now, this man can do no wrong. He hasn't paid for anything in Minnesota since he got there. They're like, oh, no, don't you know? We give it to you for free, Josh Dobbs. <laughs> so I do. I look at, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if Alex and Kenny were doing accents, but I've done Cajun and I've done Minnesota. Give me another accent right now. I'll do it. Australian. Oh, down here, down on. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't shake the New Orleans. Throw a shrimp on the Bobby. Yeah, that sucked. That's not Rise a knife. Lights. That's a knife. Now, once I get into Paul Hogan. Uh, anyway, I vote for the Josh Dobbs flabs. I don't know. Are they voting on it? Is it? It's not like an official vote. I don't think it's a vote. I think there's a selection committee. A selection committee. How do we get on that? We'll have Melissa Peterman decide. I'll, I'm going to ask Melissa Peterman which one she would vote for. I'll text her, and then we'll find out on Monday. We'll revisit this. Uh, next up, happy birthdays. As an Italian, now transplanted into Vegas with another Italian on deck coming on soon. I have to mention that today is Martin Scorsese's birthday. There he is, Marty. You know he's pointing at? He's having someone whacked right there. Someone who yelled something at a red carpet, and he went, have him. Him right there. Get him whacked. Martin Scorsese, I mean, he has a lot of Vegas connections. Obviously, he directed Taxi Driver. We're in the city where there's more taxi drivers than almost New York. Uh, no, no, I'm walking here. No, that's, that's not. That's, uh, that's Midnight Cowboy, the taxi cab. This is why Ann doesn't have a microphone, ladies and gentlemen, because she's going to pipe in with wrong movie quotes. <laughs> just gives you the uh, opportunity to correct her. What's that? It just gives you the opportunity to correct her. I don't her. like because like Ann and I are usually in syn syncopation, sympatico. Yes. I'm rusty. I was off for three days. Anyway, also, he directed Raging Bull, Jake LaMotta, boxing movie. So it's another sports movie. But I mean, come on. If you're going to talk, if you're going to talk Vegas, you're going to talk Martin Scorsese's birthday, who's 81, I believe. 81 years old. He directed Casino, which a lot of people 
me included, me and some friends, uh, it rivals Goodfellas. Now, Goodfellas kind of falls apart when they go to jail and then the whole drug thing. Casino, kind of consistent all the way through. Filmed right here in Vegas. My cousin Greg actually did the makeup effects. So when they break that guy's hand for cheating at Blackjack and smash it, Greg did that. And then when Joe Pesci is killed, sorry, spoiler alert, movie's 30 years old. The body they throw in the grave, he made that. So I have a personal connection to that. But I believe uh, we have to say it. We have to say um, happy birthday to Martin Scorsese. And then the final, I don't know if this is the final fast take, but we got to talk about deer. We talk about deer a lot. We had that deer. We had the reindeer who jumped over into the truck. We thought that was amazing. We called it Santa's reindeer training. Then we said, oh, we found out that he dented the truck and then the truck was for sale. And then the truck uh, was a hot commodity, but someone got $1,000 off because of the deer. We have another reindeer in training, ladies and gentlemen. He was running the streets and there was a restaurant and bam! I, Santa's got to get. They're they're out there training. They're cross they're cross training. This poor deer gets stuck in this restaurant. Shout out to the dad who protected his his wife and girls. Then he goes after the deer, and you know that dad right away is like, "Well, we're not paying for this. This is a free meal." So the deer ends up in the kitchen behind the bar. He's training for God's sakes, and then this guy just kind of opens the door for him. Look how calm this guy is. He's just like, "Yep, all right, come on over here. Yep, go." It points. Yeah, there you go. And the deer's gone. And then back on the stool to drinking and playing some video poker or something. What do you think made it jump through the glass? Um, probably some sort of delicious dessert in the window. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The deer's like, I gotta have that. That looks salty. Goosh. Poor deer was scared, but he's fine. I think uh the the whoever bought the truck for a thousand bucks off. Yeah. He was trying to Hey, that's my truck. <laughs> I love it. And uh I don't know. I think we should close up. We'll we'll close up. Let's close up Frank's fast takes. We have a sound effect for that now too. We're getting high. All right. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. All right. That's Billy Gardell as Clint Eastwood. It's time to talk F1 stuff. And um, there's just a lot of F1 going on, man. If you're not familiar with F1, it's Formula One racing. That's what the F stands for. Doesn't stand for Friday, Frank. But uh, there's a lot going on. Last night, there was this whole debacle that a lot of people on the East Coast probably completely missed. So here to catch you up on it, I have an intro for this guy. And I don't want to mess this up. He is uh, the communications director for the PGA of America Tri-State Section in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He loves Caitlin Clark, and he's also an F1. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Frank Mergy. Welcome, Frank. Oh, i got to put my headphones on in. I didn't do it again. The reflection oh, on this visor is oh, awesome. <laughs> That's the fumbling. All right, I got him on. There he is. Ladies and gentlemen, there he is, Frank Mergy shaking his head. He looks like Racer X from Speed Racer. Okay, and you're going to go flip it up. No, he can't even do it. Oh, God. He needs air. He needs air. There he is, Frank Mergy. What's happening, Frank? Uh, you know what? Oh, yeah, let me get my headphones on. Let me get my headphones oh, on. Oh, my go. God. They're racing. <laughs> Ferrari. Did I not tell Ferrari. you he was an F1 fan? He's got Ferrari headphones. That's so Italian, this guy, huh? Ah, oh, come on. Come on. Come on. We went to Italy together. Before we get to Frank and I, I've known him for 30 years. He's one of my best friends. We went to Italy. Um, I don't know. Was that like eight years ago? Yeah, something like that. And uh, we, <laughs> we we don't we couldn't speak Italian. We just come us a date. We would get we got gelato every day. What flavor gelato would I get every day in Italy? Chocolate. <laughs> and what would happen? And every- where would that chocolate end up? All <laughs> over your shirt. <laughs> All over your shirt. I was like every an, time never fails. I was like an eight year old. Every day we had gelato in Italy. It would it, 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 no doubt it would end up on my shirt. So there was this one moment we're in Italy. I think we were in Florence. Ah, Florenzi, Florenzi. And uh, 
there's a church procession going by with a, you know, it's beautiful. And they're carrying these really ornate ancient religious things. And he's like, I got to get this for my mom. He's ornate. Yes. And he's recording for his mom. And then he turns to show me and his face just goes, Oh my God. I'm like, what's wrong? He says, you have chocolate all over your face. (laughs) This is, we weren't even drinking. I'm just an eight year old. When when I get chocolate, it's going to go everywhere. But Frank, we know you are, uh, uh, besides Italy, we know that you're, um, you're Italian. Vinny, he's Italian. I, I want, where's Vinny? I was going to wear a white sweatshirt. I didn't have it. No, that's you Jimmy. Be on no, Jimmy Vaccaro. Jimmy, Jimmy Vaccaro. But you know what? I did wear a turtleneck for Ryan. Oh, and Ryan doesn't you. wear a turtleneck. Ryan. My homage to Ryan. Oh, man. Had I known, <laughs> I, I would have. Where's the neck? Had I known, I would have. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a little warmer today here. But yeah, he. Lo- I tell you, Frank's watched every episode. He's one of our 663. Still? 663. Ah, shit. Oh, shoot. And anyway. still. <laughs> Um, and still, and now, still, let's go. Subscribe now. But anyway, yeah, he's uh, he he always says he goes he goes he goes. You haven't pointed out Ryan's mock turtleneck yet, and I'm like, no, I, I you know it's it's a very stylish kind. He goes, all right, I'm gonna wear one for Ryan, thinking you'd wear one, and today you didn't wear the mock turtleneck. Yeah, I had. To, I think I have to set a uh, a limit of one a week. One a week. The over under is one and a half. Yeah. Okay. Take the under. Um. The so so Frank. Anyway, you're a big F1 fan. You are obsessed with this Netflix show. What's it called again? Drive to drive to be drive to survive. Drive to yeah. be alone at home um, watching. Netflix. Yeah, that um, pretty much. Yes, Frank, yes. Yeah, we'll we saw them. we saw footage. I don't know at the beginning of the show if you saw. We saw footage of you with your kit. You actually have the full race car kit, man. There it is. Oh god. <laughs> and Frank, how's your Zimmering. yeah with the terrible towel, baby, and the Italian soccer T-shirt? And uh, here's yeah. a question, Frank. What does your girlfriend think of all that? I haven't seen a woman in about forty years. <laughs> Ryan, how old were you forty years ago, Ryan? <laughs> uh, my parents were still under 10. There you go. They That's never, good. did they drink? He gets all of his cues. All of his cues. <laughs> Ryan doesn't miss, man. He doesn't miss. No, kids kids good. good. Unless it's a baseball. Yeah, he's not a big baseball guy. And he's angry about the A's coming here. So anyway, you you became obsessed <laughs> no, with that. F- can't hit a baseball. Oh, you can't Sorry. hit a baseball. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, he's no Bryce Harper. But anyway, um, F1, you became a big fan. You get up at all hours of the day. It's, it's I, I, Every weekend, all of a sudden, he'll text me. He's in Pittsburgh. I'm on the West Coast. I'm like, what's he doing up at 4 a.m.? I'm like, he doesn't go out. He doesn't drink anymore. He's like, uh, no, I'm a F1 race is about to happen. Yeah. Yeah, like in Japan, it's on at 1 a.m. our time. But, you know, with your Vegas race, it's going to be on like at 1 a.m. our time. And even last night, I got up late to watch the qualify or the first the practice. practice and yeah. It was delayed for, you know, two and a half, three hours. I got back up at 5 a.m. to watch it uh, this morning. So I, I've been up since 1230 Eastern. <laughs> So you haven't slept. So let's let's fill in everybody what happened last night here in Vegas, especially our East Coast friends and fans and subscribers. Six hundred sixty-three, still three. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah. So they th- this car. I don't know whose car was it that hit this drain. We have footage. Why don't you roll it? Why don't we roll the footage? Yeah. Here we go. So here he is. Boom. So there you go. You think, oh, it's Vegas. It's fireworks. And then here's a different angle. Yeah, there's a car on fire. Twelve minutes into the first practice race. I mean, look at that. Completely yeah. cut out the engine. And cut out the engine. And look at the people that are paying $5,000 a ticket. They're like, uh, yeah, the wings are great, but are you telling me the practice run is done already? <laughs> they cut it short. There were people, and people were mad, right? And uh, Yeah, look, so that's what it is. That's a manhole cover or a drain pit. I don't know what it is. But social media did their job last night, all the people that were there. By the way, I'm surprised a lot of the people there were social media. Because, you know, you figure they're like rich and stuff. Rich people don't do no, <laughs> yeah, they don't exactly. do no social media. You know, they just have like their butler 
send their emails. But anyway, so I, I heard someone say there's three over 300 of those in Las Vegas, that particular drain or stop or whatever it is, that they have to now check every one of them in a day. I don't know why you didn't check it before. Because I guess, Everything now, like correct that. me if I'm wrong, Frank, they were saying they didn't expect the suction from the cars. They, they have a lot of suction under them to keep them on, like an old Tyco race, slot car racer that I used to have. So that's what happened, right? Yeah, and I think it was something under the cap as well with the, with the, cork, with the screw that, uh, I guess you probably weld it down. They just kind of screwed it and tightened it up. But um, yeah, it was a problem. Uh, the problem is, on a normal circuit, even if you're doing on a street circuit, you're, you're going to close it down, um, but you know they have to open it up to traffic today for Friday rush hour. So it would have been if it was a regular track or a circuit, they would have had time all day to go through that today because they've been closed to the public. So there could be more trouble. I know they're working on that, but you know, twenty the FIA who governs over that is supposed to be twenty four hours prior to a track test and make sure everything is up to speed. But from, from what I'm hearing, at least on social, that they weren't able to do that twenty four hours prior because they were still kind of working to get the track ready before the so kind of didn't pass the test because I don't think they did the test, but they got lucky last night. Nobody got injured and um, yeah. they were able to get the car back. But it, it could be an, another problem because cars are driving on that road right now. Trucks, whatever. I didn't know that. It's going to be interesting. I didn't know that. There's, yeah. So there's like, there's Ubers and Lyfts and people filled with drunken limousine people and all that stuff are going over the track right now. I thought it was closed down already because, you know, I've been in, I look, I've been in New Orleans, guys, you know, I'm bi-coastal. I don't know what's going on here anymore. But uh, there, there, so look, there's the close-up right there. So what are they going to do? They're going to take that fire extinguisher and just plug the hole. That's a good idea. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you put it upside down. Yeah, you can't have the clip up and then it'll provide a, and then the guy had his duck boots on. What's he got? He was expecting rain here in Nevada. But yeah, they have oh, a lot of, so I didn't realize. Now here's the thing. They repaved the road. Now they, they, they did this in Austin and Miami as well this year, right? There's, this is the third, first time ever there's been three races in America, right? In a calendar year. They didn't have any problems with that there. No, in the first year of Miami, well, this was the second year of Miami, in the first year of Miami, and they do that in the parking lot where the Hard Rock Stadium is, where the Dolphins play. It's not really in the city of Miami, it's in Miami Gardens. So, and, you know, they put that track up there. And the first year in Miami, there were some problems on one of the corners. It was a little too high and, and cars were bottoming out. But they had time to, after that practice, fix it because the, the track was closed. Uh, you know, it wasn't, there weren't people driving there. And there's no football in the summer, you know, in May when they do that. So they were able to do that. And I think in Miami, they're, they have to pave, repave it and resurface it every year. And, and who knows if they're going to have to do that in Vegas. They say they're not going to have to do it every year. But, I mean, you're going to have a lot of traffic, heat, cold weather at night in the winter. So, but, but again, I know you guys were talking earlier about the, the deal. I think, um, you know, they kind of put a 10-year deal on the table from what I understand. But uh, Formula One kind of agreed to three years. Vegas wants all 10. Uh, so it is on a calendar for next year. It's actually wow. on November 21 to 23. It's already listed, which might be Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's right around there. Wow. And you want to talk about someone who loves F1. He already knows next year's schedule. That's what kind of thing he, <laughs> that's what kind of fan you are. Um, so what, so let's look, we have, we have a lot of bets up here at South Point. Okay. We have a lot yeah. of lines. Um, we have uh, teams. Now the teams right now, now who had the accident? It was team Ferrari last night was the car, right? That was the one that had the, uh, mm -hmm. hit the drain thing. They're nine to one. They're nine to one. Current. They opened at nine to one. They're currently three to one. Now I don't know if that's going to change. Yeah. Oh, here are the odds. Thank you, uh, Devin and Ryan. So Red Bull is favored at minus eight hundred. Now, is it true that they dump a little Red Bull into the fuel tank and that powers it up a little it bit? It is. Yeah. It is. It gives the car wings. It yes. Keeps, it gives the car wings. There you go. Now McLaren seems to be the bet. Now we had Ron Futrell. Ron was here last week, who will be here next Tuesday. Ron was like he was all over the the McLaren bet. Right. He thought he was going to take. He likes the McLaren bet as a team bet. 
And uh, what do you see on this when you look at these odds? Can you see those? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I could see them. Obviously, Verstappen and Red Bull. I mean, there it is. they're pretty much unbeatable. <laughs> there it is. That does not work. Unless something, unless something happens, you know, with the car or the engine or some reliability. I mean, Max Verstappen is probably going to win. So, I mean, yeah. But, you know, yeah, I mean, McLaren has had a great comeback. They started out pretty poor this year. They figured out their problems, and they've been one of the best uh, teams in cars, especially their lead driver, Lando Norris, has been fantastic over the last probably six, six, seven races, two months. So I kind of like Lando as far as an outside pick, um, if you're going to get some value on that. And the Ferrari. Yo, oh, people. Ah, Vanny. Como se dice. Yeah, so. I, Ferrari and Mercedes. Mercedes is up and down, uh, and they're kind of due to have a little bit of an up. Lewis Hamilton, seven-time champion, yeah. um, he's had a couple of rough races, so he could sneak in there. It's a big race. Lewis loves the lights. Again, they're up and down, but they could have a. But they're really not good on on, on the long straights on the straightaways. Mercedes, okay. and there's a lot of straightaways here, so that speed can hurt them. But I, I do like McLaren and Ferrari to contend. I think Lando Norris uh, of McLaren or Charles Leclerc of Ferrari. Are your two contenders? Mm-hmm. I actually kind of like a lot of the L's. If if if, if you want to stack your picks up, yes. I, I would look at Le- Leclerc, Lando, Lewis, and uh, of course Sergio Perez, who's number two in the uh, driver standings right now. Wow! So is- two, I mean, it's, yeah, it's Ferrari, Mercedes, Red Bull, and McLaren. Those now, are your four teams. Now we had the we had the uh, the South Point four hundred here, the NASCAR race uh, last month. And I bet the Italian yep. guy what was it Joey uh, B- Logano. Joey, Joey Logano. Logano. Joey Logano. Joey didn't win. Joey didn't. He won last year. I thought, hey, I'm going to yep. throw some money. Why am I just looking at Alfa Romeo? Because you know, I, my uncle had an Alfa Romeo when I was a kid. They're a hundred yeah. to one. Their odds have gone. They opened. Yeah. Uh, they opened at seventy five to one. But I think just for fun, I might bet uh, Alfalfa. Whatever it is, Alfa. <laughs> There's Romeo. no fun there. Do not do not do that for fun. Do not. Uh, they're terrible. It's a great logo, the Italians. Elfo. Wait a minute, I just saw the Elfo. Yeah, too. Um, no, <laughs> Alpha, I mean, Elfo. You know, it's tomato, tomato. The only here. team that might have a chance is the Aston Martin, which was on. You don't want any of those teams on, on the right side of that screen. The Aston Martin and Fernando Alonso, who, who who did really well in the first practice, actually, in the second practice as well. Um, Leclerc, Sainz, and Alonso were tops in uh, the practice, second practice this morning. But Carlos Sainz of Ferrari, he will get a 10-place grid penalty. So when they qualify, even if he qualifies first to start first, they're going to drop him back 10 spots. He'll, he'll, so so I, I like Carlos Sainz a lot, but he's kind of out of it. So with Ferrari, you got Leclerc, McLaren, Lando Norris, Mercedes, I would think Lewis Hamilton, um, and maybe Fernando Alonso with Aston okay. Martin. Now, those, for, those are your options. Now, forgive me because I don't really understand. Look, Max Verstappen, this is crazy because – Every time I'm watching football on Saturday or Sunday, and I, I'm and the ticker at the bottom of the screen it says Vax Verstappen wins again. It's like they basically just hit cut and paste each weekend in the graphics on the ESPN ticker, or Fox News, Fox Sports ticker. It's just he wins every week. So to see a driver, this is like seeing, uh, like this is like reminds me of like Tiger Woods when Tiger Woods would be minus money in a golf tournament back in his heyday. To see a driver in a huge field like this minus one eighty, that's insane. But you know. That's where I mean I, I have a feeling a lot of people are going to bet him even with the juice. He's at a dollar eighty right now. Dollar eighty, go <laughs> shop around. You can get a price downtown. You know, you shop around uh, before you go to the counter. Yeah. You know, hit some of the shops. Yeah, <laughs> we love the link. Um, yeah, I mean Verstappen. He, he's just he, he's so fantastic. He's got you know three drivers' championship, including this one this year, which he clinched. Lewis Hamilton had seven. Uh, Schumacher seven. It's, it's Brady. It's Jordan. It's Tiger. Yeah. We're watching right now. I mean, he's a nerd. He's a gym rat. 
all he wants to do is race. I mean, he had some not great comments about Vegas. You know, he says, I'm just here to race. I'm not here for the show. Yeah, he called it a, like clown a clown show. Yeah, he oh, felt like a clown standing on the yeah. podium the other day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, when he's not racing a Formula One car, he's usually at home racing a sim rig or racing like you saw me on that stupid video earlier with his sim. He has a couple racing leagues and uh, he just loves to race. And, you know, All right. he's the guy that, he eats All he green, wants to eats do is and, yeah. that car is locked up with him. Yeah. He's Kobe Bryant. So uh, you, are you yeah. saying that Max Verstappen, multi-hundred millionaire, has the same rig as you in your living room in Pittsburgh? I would say not, no. <laughs> no my, my rig was 200 bucks. This is probably 20, <laughs> 20 million. Anything going on? Any live comments about Frank Mergy's appearance on the show? Uh, we've got truck, Chuck Frayne saying that that vacuum sucking on the, the track yeah. uh, was the same problem they had in, uh, in Baltimore with the IndyCar race there. Oh, wow. And then well, it's because uh, Baltimore sucks. Boom. Boom. What's up, Raven fans? Boom. I got purple on. I'm not happy about it. Um, okay. So that's it. Who's Chuck Frayne? Uh, oh, okay. I thought he was like so. I, I thought he was one of our viewers and it a looked like a viewer. Oh, he's a live yeah, viewer. Yeah, a oh, live Chuck. Viewer. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck's watching right now. Yeah. Do you know Chuck? I don't, but I'm reading the chat. Oh, Where okay. is your chat? Yeah. We were going to talk well, about you being able okay. to read the chat. Well, I believe someone's Here supposed to send me a Chromebook that they don't use anymore, and it's you, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Once I wipe it. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get off whatever's on there, yeah, send out the Chromebook. Exactly. Uh, Nine seven 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 South Las Vegas Boulevard, South Point, in care of Ryan McCormick. You can send <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Um, yeah, but you know, that sweatshirt, by the way, is phenomenal. It's like Kid and Play or Keenan and Kel. Who, who wore the who wore the outfit backwards? Crisscross, crisscross, jump, yeah, jump, crisscross will make you jump. Jeff Parles just walked in the studio and I'm singing crisscross jump. Anyway, Parles Power. I love Jeff Parles. I Parles know you do. Nation. Parles Power. Parles Nation, I Parles Power. Jeff. He's screaming it out. I love it. Yeah, this was the best 1750 you're ever going to spend in New Orleans. Um, so, uh, what, 1920. what's that? 1920. 1920 with tax gave the guy the 80 cents. I mean, that's how I should, that's how I do it. That's how I do it, Ryan. What a guy. Anyone else watching the show? Uh, any comments about Frank Mergy or for Frank Mergy? Um, Shout out uh, my stepdad. Your stepdad's watching. Yeah, he a uh, big Ferrari supporter. Uh, dumb idea. To also agreed it was a dumb idea to bet on uh, Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo. Is it yeah. Alfa or Alfa? <laughs> it's Alfa. I believe it's Alpo Romeo, isn't it? It's a dog. It's a dog food car company. Alpo Romero. Uh, it's still a Caesar Romero. I believe was also. Does anyone remember who Caesar Romero is? Joker. The Joker. Way to go, Jerry. No Caesar Romero. <laughs> By the way, Caesar Romero when he was the Joker. Christian Hansen will tell you this. Cesar Romero is on the old campy 60 Batman show. He didn't want to shave his mustache, so they just painted over it. They just used paint. He wouldn't even shave it for the part. That's how little he cared about television back then. Yeah, there's okay. Jerry. That's Jerry? Jerry. The Grinch. Jerry is the Grinch. Jerry works on our show. He does the social media stuff. He does a lot of stuff behind the scenes. So that's very scary. That's kind of a scary look there. He does a good uh the rock impression he can do his, the rock too yeah all right well Here, we're gonna Jerry. get that go we're gonna get a gopro set up soon we're gonna be able to Here, introduce right. you to our behind the scenes sean on graphics Devin tding that's technical director it's tv talk mergy and then we got jerry and of yeah. course ryan has his own camera i don't know if ryan's happy about this he kind of liked his single shot back there uh, share the fame he's like i got the microphone screw it anyway <laughs> <laughs> and by the way jerry i know jerry has organ i'm with you jerry yeah. as soon as the uh first rankings came out a few weeks ago I put money on on Oregon. Um, they got to uh, get in it first. Let's switch to let's well. Let's switch to college football because I have the sheet here. We got sure. some big games. Of course, the game is the Ohio State against the crooked university that's cheating, but they all cheat. So why penalize them? Where's the line on that? It's a nine thirty game, right? What do we have? Uh, Ohio State 
Michigan at? Sorry, I was responding to, That's uh, okay. to Chuck's live comment. Um, yeah, please respond to Chuck. Anyone who live comments. He just pointed out that he's a, a live viewer and subscriber and he doesn't know us. <laughs> well, Chuck, you know us now, man. We love having you on the show. Listen, feel free to tweet anything, anytime, man. We love having you on. Michigan State, Ohio State. What? Or Michigan State. Oh, Ohio State. Michigan, Minnesota. Ohio State, yeah. Um, Minnesota, Ohio State. Oh, Michigan, it's Minnesota, Ohio State. That's right, Minnesota, yeah. Ohio State's 28. Yeah, it's next favorites. weekend. Yeah, 20. Okay, yeah. so I want to know what the Michigan. So Michigan is favored by 19. What is it? I have 19 and a half on the sheet. We really should have rehearsal. Anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, Michigan, Maryland. Okay. Michigan, Michigan Maryland. Michigan is a 19-point favorite. Now, what do you think? I So what do you think? This, this whole Jim Harbaugh thing, everyone cheats, right? Every team is cheated in sports. If you, what do they say? If you're not trying to win, you're not. if you're not cheating, you're not trying to win. It's an old saying in sports. Harbaugh, I mean, we, we don't like the Harbaugh's. I mean, there's just too much of them. We hate John Harbaugh because he's a Ravens guy. I don't know about we. We? Oh, you like Harbaugh? Hey, if he's not at Michigan, there's a chance that he can come back to the Bears. Yeah, that's true. So You're not happy with the Eberflus? Yeah, I'm ecstatic with Eberflus. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's possible. Him and his cheap uh, Hager pants. But I don't know. I just feel like, so he got a three-game suspension, correct? He's not going to be on the sideline. So I don't know. They're trying to get injunctions or whatever legal talk. But uh, they all cheat. But anyway, so uh, what are you talking You're talking about Oregon. University of Oregon. You know who thinks better, Oregon or Washington? Everyone's trying to say, well, Oregon's playing better right now. This makes me mad because Washington beat them. Washington beat you. Stop trying to say take Oregon. But Jerry, I know he's rooting for Oregon and he loves puddles. But I don't know. The Pac-12's got to get a team in there if they're undefeated. I'm going to miss the Pac-12, too, by the way. What yeah. a great year they're having. Unbelievable. For their final year until they can kind of break up, and we love Pac-12 after dark. But yeah. Oregon has to get in. I mean, that Washington-Oregon game was electric. I was out there. I was there, I think, that weekend, right? Was I at the South Point? We were watching it, I think. No, that was not me. That was, was another Oregon. friend of yours. Maybe. Washington, another Frank, yeah. Um, There's another Frank. I actually think, Are you cheating uh, on me with Oregon, another Frank? <laughs> I, I am. It's only Franks, folks. Only Franks. Frank Subscribe. Two ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of OnlyFans, it's yeah, Only Franks. It's just you and I it's sitting around Frank. talking sports. Frank and Baines. Yeah. <laughs> Baines and Frank. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I'll get you back to your Oregon. No, that's okay. I mean, I think Oregon, Alabama, and, and, and Georgia are the best teams for me going right now that have the best shot to win it all. But Oregon and Alabama are not in it right now. Of course, Alabama, oh, yeah, yeah. But they always play well. They're playing well. The quarterback play is picking up. But I don't know if they're going to get in. They're, they're pretty yeah, far back. You know, and Booger McF- they're going to have to beat Georgia. Yeah, and Booger McFarland says Booger, Booger McFarland says the best team in the country is Florida State. What? That schedule? Oh, my gosh. I mean, this guy. It. I know. I, by the way, Booger McFarland, I'm not a huge fan. I don't hate him, but he, I, I disagree with everything he ever says. First of all, a grown man calling himself Booger. Right there, that bothers me. A. B. Yeah. You played for Tampa Bay. I don't like that. But he's like, Florida State's the best team. And in, in, there's no way Florida's the best team. There's no way Florida State's the best team. No, I, I disagree. And um, as far as that Michigan game, Michigan Maryland, uh, you know, I love money lines. They call me money line mergy. I, I, I only bet money lines. Right. <laughs> Listen, you pick the winner or you pick the loser. Yeah. Yeah. The numbers. I don't need minus nine, minus seven, but I, I do like um, sports books. Love guys like you, Mergy. What's that? Sportsbook love guys like you. Just going, I'm just going to bet the winner. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the high yeah. juice. I only too. bet underdogs. I look for good value. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but th- that could be a kind of a trap game for um, Michigan and Maryland uh, on the road. You know, they got through that first hurdle last week, but that was it plus 19? Yeah, 19, 19 and a half, something here at South Point right now. Um, That's interesting. That, that is interesting. It's very interesting to me. 
Um, and Pitt, oh, uh, very, it's in our pit. We, I watched yeah, the, I mean, Pitt. the Pitt Panthers last night. What's going on? I can't watch them. Did you see that targeting play? No, I did. I was on a plane. I didn't. I, I just kept seeing updates. Uh, and, and they beat Boston College. Great. No, was there a targeting play? The, yeah, there was a targeting that the safety legitimately jumps head first into the receiver's head. So who's the who? Who hit who? Uh, I think it was a, a pit receiver. Oh, he got hit by a BC yes. guy. Uh, it was it was really bad, really blatant targeting. All right, maybe we'll try to find it. Listen, we're going to come back. We're going to finish talking college football, yeah. pro football. We're going to get some more F1 picks, and uh, we're going to talk about the PGA Tour, and we'll I wrap think, it up with Frank. we got the video right now. Oh, we have the video right now? Well, let's throw the video now. Here's the target. God, that's how good our crew is. All right, so here we go. Pitt and a barn burner, 10-3. Love those unis. Oh, my God. He leaves he, his feet, jumps with his head he into his head. Him. He dolphined him. Yeah, he was like a dolphin in the air. Like, hee And like, oh, my. I'm by shocked the way, that he gets up. I was going to say, the pit guy gets right up. And I wish I could tell you that receiver's name, but pit's so bad. Yeah, that's. Oh, he led with the head. Yeah. I mean, they say they got big brains at Boston College, but that's just a dumb play. Wow. So that's the last game he'll ever play in college, pretty much right there, that number three. It should be the last football game he ever plays. Yeah, that's terrible. Did they get a flag on the play? They yeah. did. Okay. And he was ejected, right? Uh, yeah. All right, and the Pitt fans were. Did you, look at the stands? Look at that. Fans dressed as yellow seats at University of Pittsburgh. It's, it's Akersher Stadium. It's where the Steelers play. All right, we're going to look at that play a couple more times. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in two minutes, and we'll wrap it up and have more fun with my buddy Frank Mergy right after this. South Point offers all the types of entertainment you'd expect at a first-class Las Vegas resort. Did you know our 400-seat showroom is one of Las Vegas' top destinations for live entertainment? Enjoy live performances by classic Vegas entertainers, bands, and today's hottest comedians, plus a rock and dance floor. You can also enjoy live entertainment at the Grand View Lounge, where you'll feel all the vibes of old Las Vegas. Enjoy the music, and if you love to laugh, don't miss The Dirty at 1230, our very own free comedy show, every Friday night at 1230 a.m. in the Grand View Lounge. The Dirty is 100% free, so arrive early. Go to southpointcasino.com or call the box office at 77136 for today's performances at the showroom and the Grandview Lounge. When you're ready for your favorite cocktail, stop in and unwind at one of our seven specialty lounges. There's a bar around every corner, because you're in Vegas, baby. South Point Casino has plenty of attractions for the whole family. Catch a movie. Our 16-screen movie theater includes two XD extreme screens for the ultimate in viewing, sound, and luxury. After the show, treat the family to a variety of treats at our old-fashioned ice cream parlor, Kate's Corner. We scoop up a variety of creamy concoctions, including smoothies, hand-dipped cones, milkshakes, malts, sodas, and sundaes. At Kate's, there's something for everyone. And if you've still got time to spare, our bowling center might be right up your alley. Voted Best of Las Vegas, it's a great place for friends and family fun. 64 lanes, a pro shop, snack bar, and arcade. And while the kids are bowling, you can play slots and sip on a drink in the Alley Cat Lounge while overlooking the lanes. For our more serious and professional bowlers, the South Point is also home to a separate tournament bowling plaza. But yeah, I mean, it's an actual thing. It's Alpo Romero. Oh, sorry, we're back. Okay, welcome back to Punchlines. I'm Frank Nicotero coming to you live from the South Point Casino here in Las Vegas. 
If you haven't been down to the South Point Sportsbook, it is the best. The horses are separate over there. You can come down and focus on football, basketball, CFL action. I don't know if we'll have that up, but you can bet on CFL if you want to bet. There's one Canadian Football League game tonight. Uh, we got Masters Futures. But uh, most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, it's football. We got football coming up. And the NFL is um, it's getting interesting, right? I mean, last night, uh, I was rooting for Cincinnati to win the game. But they didn't win. I thought it would help the Steelers balance the division out. But maybe Baltimore is going to win it. Let's get some separation tomorrow with the Steelers. And here to talk about the Steelers, continued to talk with us, Frank Mergey, my buddy from Pittsburgh, who works for the PGA, which we'll talk about. And he's also an F1 nut who will be up at 1 a.m. to watch the race because it's really it's programmed for Europeans. Right. What time is it in Europe when that race starts? Yeah, it'll be 6 a.m., like 7 a.m. in France right. and Paris and 6 a.m. in like England. Uh, and, and yeah, it's really programmed. for. It is weird. They. They want to grow the audience in the United States, yeah. so you put the race <laughs> in the United States. But if you're on the East Coast, you, you can't see it or you don't want to see it. It's crazy. Yeah. So it, it is a little, a little. It's a little odd. But I'll be up. I'll be up. I'll be hanging out actually with a couple coworkers. My buddy Andrew Wood, our tournament director, and uh, Mac okay. Wolf. We're going to get together. Uh, no get wait. It's screen. We're going to. So what time is it here? It's 10 p.m. Saturday here. So it's technically 1 a.m. Yeah. Sunday, and then you just stay up till kickoff and watch the Steeler game at one o'clock. And you got your Steel City hat on. So that usually means the segment, it's time to talk Steelers. Steelers in a huge game. AFC North, as we know, every team would have made the playoffs before last night. The line is now, the Browns are favored by one. So DTR actually got the minus one point somehow. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, you look shocked by this line. What? You know what? Yeah. It opened at four. Wow. It opened at four, but then Deshaun Watson's out. So it was a pick It was a pick I think, when I was here the other day or watching or whatever. Yep. And now it's minus one. And look at that over-under. The Tony Dorsett special, 33 points in an NFL game. Weather's fine. I don't know. It's just because, look, you got two inept offenses and two really good defenses. So I know, you look, we're diehard Steeler fans. What do you think? Browns. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Where's Where's Chrissy? Get Andrews in here. He knows what he's doing <laughs> as a sports director, the book director. He knows Pittsburgh fans. They will bet. They will run to yep. the counter on a plus one. Yeah, Vegas knows what they're doing. I love. The, I hate to say this. I like the Browns to cover that. It, they're, they're, I think the Steelers will split one of these next two games against backup quarterbacks. Mm. Um, I don't have a good feeling about Sunday. They might take them too light. I because now all the it seems like the pressure's on the Steelers because now it's like, look, we know you don't score. Yeah. We know you've been outgained in every game since uh, Kent Graham was the quarterback there. It's just amazing that. Uh, it, it's the pressure's on them because with the backup, the Browns could be like, well, we had our backup. We didn't have our, you know, it, the pressure's on the Steelers. They always play well in Cleveland. I think, I think I saw Mike Tomlin is like 24 and five as a road underdog in the AFC. You know, it's something ridiculous. And we've owned the Browns. I mean, for years, Ryan, this is a crazy stat. Ben Roethlisberger had more wins in Cleveland than like five of their, their last five quarterbacks. Cause he had won like 20 games there, but you're talking like Tim couch and all those guys that couldn't win Johnny Manziel. Uh, which I have. Oh, I have that bet with Bill Sindelar. Oh, by the way, I have that bet with Bill Sindelar I made on Monday. I would have to wear a Manziel jersey, which I'm not bad, uh, mad at. And he would have to wear a Steelers jersey to do warm up on the talk and take video of it. So after it was announced Deshaun Watson wasn't going to play, he sent me a text. He goes, send the Steelers jersey to this address. <laughs> like He's already conceding the loss. But I don't know. I do like the Steelers. You know me. I'm a homer. I never pick against them. But it's a big game. Uh, they need to split with these, these two Ohio teams. But I think the Steelers are going to win this game. I think Pickett manages the game. Uh, I hate saying that word. It's so trite, but I think they win. I think the Steelers win the game. I, I, I mean, seriously. 
I, every 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 week we go through this. Every week, it's terrible. Oh, Mergy, I love the Pirates. Oh, Mergy, I, I like this team. Oh, this team. I've never seen you not pick the home team. I don't. That's, I mean, Ryan, have you ever picked against one of your Chicago teams? Yes, <laughs> very consistently. <laughs> You got to be realistic. Ryan yeah. knows how to make money. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. Um, well, you know, th- this is how stupid I am. I, I took a pit basketball future. They're plus 20,000 to win the tournament. I put 10 bucks down to win two grand. Write it down that I said it on November 17th. Pitt wins the national championship. I make $2,000. Now that's a future. But uh, all right, what else are you looking in the I, What other teams do you follow in the NFL? I know we're both Steeler fans, but do you ever follow another team? Uh, I like the Saints. I always like the Jets, you know. Yeah, I like the Cowboys a lot. It's weird. I mean, I really like going back to those Super Bowl years. I know that you know, Steelers Cowboys matchups. I was, you know, I, I, I loved like you know Super Bowl Dorsett, thirty, Robert Newhouse episode Style thirty. Super Bowl thirty. Oh my, that Cowboys was Steelers. That was Super Bowl thirty, and this is episode thirty. And we were here. There you go. I we love were. It. I love it. We were here in Vegas for that game, Frank. We were you here. Tell the story. That was the, the, you. You <laughs> want to tell what the John? Which one? Tell him which story. We were in Vegas. All right, we were in well, Vegas. Uh, go ahead. I made the wrong bet. Is that what you're going to talk about? Yeah, you did. I bet Go on ahead. the wrong team. Yep. Go ahead, do it. Yeah, I went to the counter. I think at the Imperial Palace. That's and, right. And uh, yeah, and I think I was put a thousand bucks, and I, I I put it on like I didn't put it on the Steelers, and I got my ticket, and I walked back, and as you or Dave Sutton, I go, you didn't bet on the Steelers. I go, what? <laughs> so I run back there, bang, and they actually came out and did change my bet. It might have been Jay Cornegie, uh who came out. He's at the Westgate right now, Jay Cornegie. Yeah, right? he's great. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I bet on the wrong team, and well, I was a nervous I, wreck. I'm going, oh, my God, or what you actually do? bet on the right team? Yeah, they would. No, they well, would, no the Steelers well, covered. No, the Steelers did cover though. I know you were doing the money line, yeah. but but uh, we we, you know, we were walking around and and we were really depressed because you know, this is the first time the Steelers have lost a Super Bowl. Right? They had never lost a Super Bowl. We're walking around, and one of our buddies, Dave Dietrich, is there, and there's a dime on the ground, and he goes, and Dave uh-huh. is, by the way, Dave is a big guy, works out, and we're all in a pissed mood. And there's a dime on the ground, and we're by, he figures you pick up the dime, throw it in a slot machine. He picks up the dime, and it burns his fingers. And he's like, what the hell? And there's two kids in the corner laughing, and he's like, he walks over, and he's like, you think something's funny? They were lighting dimes on fire and quarters. They were lighting coins, heating them up with a lighter and throwing them on the ground. So when people would pick them up, they'd burn their fingers. Yeah, that, I don't know. That's the hot that, dime story. Evil kids. The hot dime story, yeah. The hot, oh, he was mad. He, I mean, we had just watched our team lose. We walked around like in a fog around Vegas, just pissed off. It was 1996, and uh, then we wanted to get a blackjack table. Remember, we, want, we wanted to see if we could play some blackjack. So we were at like Barbary Coast or some smaller casino. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was maybe downtown. the Flamingo. It was, it was downtown. It was downtown. And we walked in, and there's a guy in the corner, uh, and we go up to a, a blackjack table that's closed. And we go, hey, look, there's six of us. Could we open? Could you open a table just for us to play? And he goes off to check with like the pit boss. And what happened? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> get out of here. Nah, nah. This guy with like a toothpick. Slick back, yeah, slick back Italian guy goes. Nah, nah. I'm not gonna do it. And and Mergy gets mad. He goes, all right, Johnny Vegas, whatever. And we walk out. We were in a really pissy mood. We watched our Steelers lose the Super Bowl. Have you ever seen the Bears lose the Super Bowl? Oh, you have. Yeah. <laughs> the only Super Bowl I've ever witnessed yeah. them in. That yeah. was. I know. They're, they'll get back. You know. And. Uh, 2050? I don't know. Super Before Bowl's here, that. though. <laughs> Super Bowl's in Vegas this year. Uh, all right, so, uh, Mergy, tell, tell about the PGA Tour, please. Uh, tell them about your job uh, that you do for PGA. Yeah, I work with the uh, the PGA of America. They have 41 sections across the country. I work for the tri-state section. So we, are, uh, we handle tournaments in western Pennsylvania, west Virginia, 
and kind of like the northern panhandle of Western Maryland, kind of like the Deep Creek area. I'm the director of communications there, and uh, we run junior golf tournaments as well as uh, tournaments for our professionals. We have 400 professionals in our section as one of those 41 sections. So it's been a fantastic job. It's it's a great brand, the PGA of America, and, and it's not the PGA Tour. And I know a lot of people get confused by that right. uh, with the whole live golf thing. And I, you know, if someone asks me because well, even on Twitter or wherever, they always say, oh, PGA this, PGA live, PGA live, PGA live. Go, no, it's PGA Tour live, PGA Tour live. Right. PGA of America is, is separate. And I always say, you know, PGA Tour are professional golfers. The PGA are golf professionals. Okay. You know, wow, you can be the assistant pro, head pro. You can work work in the golf business, uh, merchandising, whatever. You know, golf careers in the golf business. So, yeah, you've that's been what I, I work in the section. We're country clubs all summer. and Oh, tough life. Know, it's, it's, yeah, it's tough. He was out here but in I've, Vegas. I've, he was here I've, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you were here a couple of weeks I ago. Was I was in Vegas, saw the South Point, met Chris Andrews, and uh, met Jeff Parles there that day. I love the South Point. The South Point was fantastic. Yeah. Very big, very open. Uh, you know, uh, out of the hubbub, which really, if you're at Formula One and you oh, don't yeah. want to see Formula One, you should go to the South Point. Not going there. Yeah, I, th I thought it was great. It was a really good time. Frank, did you leave a, a comment in one of our live chats last week uh, that you were in France <laughs> or in Paris? Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, you were. It was, yes. I, I, yeah, I commented from Paris. Paris. I was watching from Paris, yes. It took was us global. International. He <laughs> took us international, Frank. He took, ah, uh, 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 we give us some French. You can speak. Uh, you can take the Italian like, out of By the way, speaking of the P speaking of the PGA tour, the South Point, the twenty twenty four Masters line is already up. So there's a sheet for the Masters. You gotta come down if you're a big golf fan. He might have got you excited about golf. John Rahm, seven to one, Scotty Scheffler, seven to one. And I'll probably uh, for a hundred to one, I might put a futures in on Adam Scott. Because I loved him on Parks and Rec. I didn't realize he retired from acting, and now he's an unbelievable <laughs> golfer. I mean, the guy is funny. He's in. I. I mean, he's in Step Brothers, and now he's on the tour, and he's a hundred to one. Might be worth ten bucks. And old Lefty Mickelson. One is Tiger on here, by the way. Wow. I don't even know. Bubba Watson. I don't see Tiger Woods on here. No, he is there. Tiger can barely. Walk. He's he's one hundred twenty five to one. Tiger Woods. If you want to come down and do a future. There you go. All right, one more yeah, moment. You golf, from hey, you go. I, do, way, I, I hit them. I get the sticks out. You know, I get the sticks out. I hit the links once a year, twice a year. I usually play in Denny Nagel golf tournaments and that's it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I bought my what'd sticks. You think of the, uh, what'd you think of the Netflix tournament? The uh, full swing and drive to survive played golf at the win on Tuesday. Did you see any of no, that? No, I didn't. I was in New Orleans working. I missed it. So yeah. How that's was right. that? Did, I, did you guys watch? It was, it, was it, was it was a disaster. Okay. Well, yeah. The, someone, uh, the winners dropped the trophy, <laughs> broke it. <laughs> did they really? Yeah. Oh my God! Do we have a clip of Carlos that? Carlos Signs, Carlos Signs, Ferrari dropped and broke the trophy, and he's also the guy last night in the car. That, what is it with wow, Ferrari? We're just having a bad trip in Stay Vegas. Stay away from Carlos. <laughs> yeah, he's having a bad week, or that means his luck's going to turn around. Wait a second, he's ten to one here currently at the South Point on my sheet to win the race. I, this guy's having such a bad week. What do you think, Ryan? Maybe might be we, a perfect storm. Might be a maybe we throw ten bucks on and win a hundred dollars. This might be a bet. Yeah. Oh, here we go. We got video. Yeah, here we go. This was him. Oh, he picks up the trophy. Oh, that. Oh. <laughs> and he broke it. <laughs> that's a different one. That's Alcaraz from Tennis. Oh, that's Alcaraz. Yeah, that, that's a different one. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what that guy's name is? That's Alfo Romeo. <laughs> 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 
Live TV, oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it live. All right, one final <laughs> thing. One final thing. I have to show this clip. The Ultimate Family, Frank Mergy and I. Frank Mergy and I have known each other a long time. We were in L.A. working on game shows, uh, trying to live in our dreams. So we got approached to be on a game show. It was called Ultimate Family. It was on Fox Sports Network. And they had teams from around the country representing their hometowns. Milwaukee, Chicago, Houston, all these teams. Seattle, there were 20 teams. We finished like third or fourth. And I think we have a clip of us playing the game. So here's Ultimate Family hosted. There's uh, Bill Dwyer was the host. And here's Frank and I as the Pittsburgh team. And you threw a ball at the board to pick your topic. Frank, look at that arm. It's like Jeff George throwing that ball. And we went baseball. Okay, here's the question. Do you remember the answer, Frank? I don't. So how many MVPs would Pete Rose win? I think it's one. He'd have... He'd have one. We could probably stop the clip right there because I'm going to get it right. No, leave it play because I get it wrong. For you last time. Oh, that, yeah, Pittsburgh. Oh, good Frank. 32. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are not good with math. You know, now, you know why I said 32? Because it was 1998 and Super Bowl 32 was coming up. Such a poorly written question. Anyway, we're minus three already. Frank and I were on that show. We ended up winning a trip to Portugal. We won entertainment centers. We won a big berth of driver. We won collapsible... Uh, collapsible picnic tables. The entertainment centers were as big as the, the desk I'm sitting on. They were massive. In the late 90s, they made them big and stupid. You, did you, we both got them, and then we both gave them away, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they were so heavy to move. They took up an entire room, but we went on, and because we were both named Frank, the host couldn't call on, on us individually, so they made Had him... specify? Yeah, he, so they would come up with nicknames. So it was Devil Frank and Angel Frank. I was the angel, he was the devil. Evil Frank, uh, Crank, uh, Cantankerous Frank... Alfo Romeo Frank. I think there was one point where he said short Frank. Short Frank. Yeah, they just went short Frank. They were running out of ideas because we we had a good run. Like I said, out of 20 teams, we I think we went like four. We lost to, I think we lost to Seattle or something. We were mad. We Seattle's who them. you beat in yeah. that one. We beat Seattle in that one, but I think yeah. in the semifinals, they came back and beat us. It was like uh -huh. a round robin tournament. But the bottom line is no one would have beat Chicago. Chicago was unbelievable. I mean, we're trivia nuts. Yeah, big Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt. Tough. This comedian named Mike Schmidt was on Chicago. They went undefeated. Chicago team won. Ryan are probably happy. There you go. Yep. So there, you've never seen a Super Bowl win, but you, you could go back and watch all yeah. the Ultimate Fan Leagues and see Chicago win there. Another thing that happened before I was born. Yeah, exactly. Chicago win before I was born. <laughs> uh, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, any notes? Hey, any, yeah, oh, go ahead. If I can interrupt real quick, I, yes. I apologize. I, I, want, I, I did want to say that I, I love the show. I'm so goddamn happy for you uh, doing what you do. And I, I love Ryan and everybody you got there. Alex, when they fill in, I think it's a great chemistry. I, I just want to congratulate you on, on doing a great job. I'm super happy for, happy for you. You're my great friend, best friend, longtime friend, yes. many friends. Longtime so friend! Longtime voice! Yeah, well, I appreciate it. We're having a lot of fun making the show. We know you're one of the subscribers, and if you're watching right now, we assume you're a subscriber. Who's the, the person who tweeted again that, that gave us information we didn't know? What was his name? Chuck Frain. Chuck Frain. We appreciate Chuck, we need to know more about you. Uh, next show on Monday, I want to find out where you're from, what you're about. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened? Did he already write back? No, no. Okay. I'm just. I want to know more about Chuck Frain. <laughs> I like when it's someone I don't know watching the show. We're, I mean, look, we've grown yeah, exponentially. Yeah. We've doubled our audience in a month. Uh, so we really appreciate it. Make sure you share the show on social media. Ryan, do you have any bets you're looking at this weekend? Um, no, I'm actually taking the weekend off. But I just wanted to say a happy uh, 24th birthday oh. to my first college roommate, Dylan Verastro, Lenny Verastro. 
And then uh, Sunday is going to be the 24th birthday for my high school quarterback, Nick Zupis. Oh, wow. So, Did you play football? You say you're a quarterback. No, no, no. Well, why do you say yeah, like yeah, you're a quarterback? Played, yeah, no, I was kidding. My, I, I played football in high school. Yeah, I played with Daniel. But yeah, we talk about <laughs> Daniel it. Daniel Ballinger. Anyway, that's anyway. right. So wait, why do you call the guy Lenny, the 24th birthday guy? Uh, well, so his name is Leonard Dylan Verastro, oh, okay. and he goes by his middle name. And then while we were in college, we were messing with him on the golf course and right. started calling him Lenny. I so, like Lenny. Yeah. Lenny. All right. Happy birthday, Lenny. Happy 24th. Uh, Jerry, Devin, Sean, anybody got a bet? Anything you want to share with us? Anything? No? Sean likes a couple things. Sean likes, what do you like? Steeler money there line, baby. He's taking the Steeler money line. So it's Sean versus Frank. Uh, now listen, on uh, next week, I might be wearing a Johnny Manziel jersey. We're only here three days next week. We're here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're obviously off Thursday and Friday. Um, we got some good guests. And Ron Fruchel is coming back for 32 because he said 32. he was coming back 32. Got some other guests lined up. It's a lot of fun. We really appreciate you guys watching the show. Frank, thank you. Look at this. We're overtime right now. I uh, appreciate it. Known him for 35 years, and I'm sure he's going to text me right after this game. Great job. Great job. F1 this weekend. Enjoy it. I hope everything is safe. Vegas, you put on a great show. Everything looks great around town. We wish nothing but success and gambling. Come on down. You can bet on the F1. There's props, and uh, we got the, the sheets here with the South Point. A lot of action this weekend. Baseball, or not baseball, football, hockey, basketball, Formula One. It's all happening. You got to come here to the South Point. Thanks for watching Punch Lines. I'm Frank Nicotero. Lines. Oh, what? Stick around on the YouTube channel. Show by the book. Two-hour show. That's right. Two-hour Two to four o'clock. Two to four o'clock today. Yeah, less than an hour. Stay here. Watch Jeff Parles. Who's joining Jeff today? Uh, Chris Andrews, Vinny Maliulo. Chris and Vinny. Alex White. And yeah, Alex possibly. White. The whole crew. The full crew no, coming. No Alex. No Alex today. Oh, yeah. She worked all week. She filled in yeah. for me. Thanks again to Alex and Kenny. <laughs> Anyway, we appreciate you guys watching the show. Have a good weekend. Go Steelers. Lines live in Nevada every show.